Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to the official Vans Warp Tour podcast 2015 slash Excitable Boy podcast. How the fuck are you? How you fucking doing? You wanna come down to Wendy's? Why is it? Why you gotta eat your salad out of a bowl like a queer? Come down to Wendy's. You get yourself a salad four ninety five. Get your red meat. Eat it. Support support the country. You know what are you a terrorist? Um, <laughs> fucking hell. A way to alienate your audience before you've even started the show. Hello, what's going on? Uh, I'm in, uh, well, just to give you some background information, if you're tuning in for the first time, my name's Josh. I play in a band called The Kenneths, who are on the Vans Warp Tour, and uh, Vans were kind enough to let me host slash ruin their podcast uh, for, 2000, for the 2015 Warp Tour. So I interview all the bands every week um, and generally ask them nothing about music, which... Uh, <laughs> Is either a good thing or a bad thing, and I'm recording this today from a fucking holiday in Massachusetts. Um, America, can I just have one meal that doesn't have cheese on it, please? I will pay double the amount for just one fucking meal that is not covered in cheddar or blue or rum. I don't know what you guys are doing. Not everything needs to have fucking melted cheese on it, okay? Melted cheese is delicious, but I don't want to eat it. I, I ordered some sushi the other day. It had cheese in it. That's crossing the line. That's too much. That, it's just a che- I feel like this country is a cheese delivery system. That's how I feel at the moment. And I'm learning a lot about your, your Wendy's and your Arby's and all that stuff. Everything has cheese on it. It's not necessary. You, we're all going to have a heart attack if we keep this up. I mean, everything, like, American food is, it has, you guys are big on your salt slash sweet combos, I've noticed. So, like, uh, I'm in this uh, Holiday Inn in Massachusetts, Boston, near Boston, and uh, I noticed someone just having scrambled eggs with maple syrup on it. That's not normal. You guys like your bacon with maple syrup on it? That's not, that's not normal. This sugar salt thing. Let's just, just, just have one. You don't need both at once. What are you going to do for pudding? You've already fucking had it with your main course. Come on, guys. Welcome to the show, everyone. Uh, I'm not trying to insult this wonderful country. I'm having an amazing time here. Uh, I just think that there's too much cheese on your fucking meals, all right? Um, Where have we been since last week? Um, So I recorded last week's show in a swamp in Florida. And as, as, as amazing as the shows were and as amazing as the people were and sort of all the new fans that I feel like the Kenneths are making is like, it is great to be out of the South. Out of the fucking South. Get out of the, get off my fucking land, motherfucker. Um, it does feel good to be out of basically a swamp is this. 
like <laughs> just everything sticks to your to yourself when you're down south nothing is it's just its own body part. Everything's clammed together. It's sort of like you walk out the door of your tour bus and it's kind of like someone has just turned a hairdryer on and kept it on you for the whole day. You just stand there and sweat. So the last few shows... Hang on, let me... I've got the dates here. Hang on a sec. Where are we fucking been since last week? Orlando, Jacksonville. So Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, that was really good. Um, Virginia Beach. Not near a beach, which I learned afterwards. Pittsburgh, Philadelphia. I ate a cheesesteak, um, and I learned that Vans Warped Tour fans are too young to appreciate Will Smith lyrics, which I recited on stage. Did not go down well. Camden, New Jersey. Uh, that was good. I can't really remember. They're all sort of blurring together a little bit now. Um, New York. New York was actually like one of the best shows of my life, I think. And I, I don't know why we went down so well in New York. I think maybe just because, I guess because punk comes from New York. And there's a, I guess just a, it's absorbed in their culture and stuff. And that was like one of the best experiences of my life was doing that New York gig. It was amazing. And, uh, you know, just even the queue to our merch tent was 10 times the normal size. It was really like pretty overwhelming experience even though it wasn't technically in new york it was in a word it was the new york show was a place that i can't properly say i think it's wantog wantog it's a word that you can't say with an english accent wantog w-a-n-t-a-g-h which sounds like a native american word wantog and then yesterday was hartford connecticut where i um I've bruised one of my ribs pretty badly. Just to get like to give you some information on the toll that the warp tour takes. Lewis uh, has torn a tendon in his ankle, so he's hobbling around and can't move on stage. My guitar cut out on stage yesterday, and instead of sort of standing there like an idiot, I decided, oh, it'd be a good idea. I'll just jump into the audience. That'd be really cool. Did that? Jumped over the barrier, tripped on the barrier, bruised my rib, fell, and finished the whole song lying on my back, which think doesn't count as styling it out. I think that just makes me an idiot. Um, and I rolled over, finished the song, and have been hobbling around like an idiot since then. Um, and uh, I've gone, like, I'm, for anyone listening to this who uh, doesn't know what I look like, I'm mixed race. I'm a, I'm a different shade of, uh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a shade of brown, shade of brown, but I'm basically, I've kind of turned black since I got to America. I'm looking at myself in the mirror now, and if if there was like a paint color chart of my skin color, it started kind of on the right-hand side in the lighter shades, and I'd say it's moved like five shades to the left. Like, I've gone way more, way more black than you, and like, I've got, because I haven't been wearing shorts, my, my legs are just pasty as fuck, like very pale brown, and then my arms are just, I don't know, I didn't, I didn't even know I could go this black. I didn't even know that I I could go this dark. I don't know if this is like my natural skin color if I lived in a in a hot climate. Um but uh I have uh, definitely gotten blacker since I got here, which I kind of like it. Kind of into it. I think uh I think I look pretty sexy. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I'm going to uh I'm going to cut straight into the fucking interviews now, motherfucker. I gotta keep my voice down because we are in a holiday inn. Um, it's kind of like hotel meets brothel. Um, 
not to say the lobby isn't nice, but once you get into the rooms, it's definitely the kind of place you'd have an affair and then immediately regret having had that affair straight afterwards. Um, wallpaper's coming off the walls. There's that weird sort of... F- it's got like that foam roof. You know, you could punch your fist through it if you got angry. I'm having a great time. The Warp Tour is one of the best experiences of my life. Uh, and also, you know, just for anyone listening to this, you know, Kenneth, we've only been a band for seven months. So... A, I kind of feel like we don't deserve to be here. I kind of feel like the Warp Tour founder, Kevin Lyman, is going to tap me on the shoulder. Every time I see him, I think he's just going to tap me on the shoulder and go, by the way, we were kidding when we booked you. Go home. Um, but also, goes to show, anything can happen. You know? Just uh, don't quit. And you can accomplish anything. And I, Unless you're thinking about murdering someone. In which case, I, that, that, that's not included in my advice. Uh, all right, let's crack on with these interviews. Boy, what a show. What a show do we have for you this week. We've gone a little bit heavier than last week. We've got uh, Bradley, who's the lead singer of a band called Emma Rosa. Who, um, Emma Rosa is just one of the best bands I've ever seen in my life. He's like a master frontman. Like he, the first time I saw them on the Warp Tour, he, there's like these, uh, he basically climbed up the side of the stage, which you see bands do from time to time. And that's not really that big a deal. But then he climbed, got to the top, and then he just climbed along the rafters, like 35, 50 feet in the air. Basically, if he'd fallen, he would have died. And he climbed completely halfway across the stage and sang the song Upside Down. The guy's like the master of frontmen. And uh, if you get a chance to just watch one of their live videos, or, or, you know, if you haven't heard of them before, they're, I mean, they've been around for a while. They're just one of the best bands on this tour. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to cut straight into that interview now. This is Bradley from Emma Rosa. Bradley from Emma Rosa. Yes. How's it going? It's good. How are you? I'm very well. I have a series of questions for you that have absolutely nothing to do with music. I have a series of answers that I will probably try to tangle into music. All right, great. It's the zombie apocalypse, right? You wake up tomorrow. Everyone's gone. Okay. The streets are empty. Cars burn out. What's your exit strategy? My exit strategy? Uh, I bunker down. I uh, I bunker down. I try to find supplies. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm gonna hang for a little bit because I don't know what else is out there. Yeah. You know, if I'm gonna, if I'm, if everyone else has died and I wake up and I'm still alive, that means they haven't gotten to me. So I'm in a safe place. For the for the sake of it being hypothetical, you're in a house. You're not on your tour bus. Okay. You board everything up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think so. You know, and I'd probably write, I'd try to write on the on the doors and stuff like, hey, alive in here. But, the, but then, but then I'd I don't, it. Well, if the zombies can read, you're fucked. <laughs> so now we have literate zombies. In the zombie Let's say they're 28 days later style zombies. Incredibly angry, but grossly unintelligent. Man, as, as, as my chances of living are dwindling, you're making me think about just taking the gun. <laughs> <laughs> Would you be okay with being in New Jersey? Oh, my God, no. All right, okay, hang on. This sounds, mis- this sounds like, I think you're just describing hell to me. <laughs> <laughs> the All zombie right. apocalypse with zombies in New Jersey. Yeah. They can't drive for shit. It'd suck, wouldn't it? Yeah. It'd be like I Am Legend, but you're not, you wouldn't have Will Smith's have charm or charisma or <laughs> rapping skills. But I you mean, are in Philadelphia, so okay. he might be here. Yeah, well. He was raised here yeah, in bro- the West. Brotherly love. Yeah. All right. He was born and raised here. Uh, invisibility or flight? If, if I'm going to give you one of those superpowers. Invisibility. What's the first thing you do? 
<laughs> I think I just walk around and, and uh, find out what people think about you. Yeah, just, you know, I think that's what everyone would do. Yeah, I think it's so. just kind of walk around and, and people watch. I think if I took flight, I'd want to know if, because if I could only fly as fast as I can run, mm. it would be depressing. Yeah, do you think that, would you, okay, so with flight, would you be able to fly, like, ridiculously fast? That's what I want to know, because I hate airports. Yeah. So, and how, and, and, and obviously, I don't know if this is added to your power, but if you fly, like, how, how far outside of our um, ozone can you fly? That's another you good know? question. See, these are the things that people never ask. When, the, the when you do these hypothetical Is this questions. a Superman flight, or is this just like, oh, I can Regular fly, come person. like... Yeah, because as yeah. soon as you're up more than 50 feet, you're going to have trouble breathing. Yeah, so I think it's better... I think invisibility would be better, because with flight, you just can probably fly as fast as you can run. That's true. All right, okay, uh, you and me, we rob a bank together. Okay. Where'd you hide the money? Like, the police are sort of questioning. They're, they're on to you, and you have okay. to lay low. Where would I hide yeah, the money? Yeah, you have to Ocean's Eleven this shit. Where do you go? You know what? I've just thought about it, and I think I would try to wrap it up in in, uh, in a tight uh, sealed container. Uh -huh. You know, something that, in, that could sink. Oh, that's a good idea. Like on a rope. Yeah, toss it in the ocean, and then just have the coordinates. So that way, afterwards, it's like, oh, I just have to get down there, and I need I need to go get my money. Our, my our money. Our money. Yeah. Our money. Uh, my fifty. My, I'd hide mine under my roof tiles. Under the roof tiles. Because I don't think anyone. Because when the police search your house, they never. But like, if they, if they, they, I don't think they'd lift up each tile. If they find it, you're going to sell me out. <laughs> yeah, I will, yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I go down, you're going with me. But I'm not giving you the coordinates. All right, okay. You can uh, hook up with any fictitious movie character from a cartoon, Jessica a film. Rabbit. See, every guy says Jessica Rabbit. Who would not say Jessica Rabbit? She's, I don't know. It's just, she's had a all rabbit right, inside right, her. Fine, she's fine. fucked a rabbit. That's right. weird. You don't know what you, Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'd maybe take The Little Mermaid. Okay, uh, does it have to be a cartoon? That's a good one. No, it could be a movie. Okay, I would have to say Taylor Townsend from The O.C. Which one is she? She was like really bratty, and then she turned into... There's two girls from The O.C., right? There's a couple. There was Marissa Cooper. She was like the main girl that everyone wanted to be. The brunette. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the brunette was a Summer Roberts. Okay. She had the darker hair. Wait, who's the main one? The one who got super famous from The O.C.? Marissa Cooper. No, that's, no, The O.C. was the skinny girl. Misha Barton. Right, but in the in the show, her name was Marissa Cooper. Oh, I'm sorry. I see. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what would you? Where would you take her? Steak dinner? No, she's with the money at the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Wendy's. See, Wendy's. I've never been to a Wendy's. Really? Because you're not missing much. I. The main thing I've realized in this country is that you guys and I, I don't. I, there's a lot of amazing things here, but one thing that scares me is that you put cheese on everything. Yeah, uh, that's because this country's super, super gross. And like, I've no there's a thing called a Baconator at Wendy's. So terrifying. Have you seen it? I've seen it. And then I saw an advert for Arby's yesterday, which was just sizzling bacon. And, and it just goes, beef. <laughs> have you ever the seen the movie? Goes, that's what I'm talking about. Have you ever seen Idiocracy, the no. movie? You need to see that That's movie. the guy who did, um, it's, uh, he did that show as well, the other movie with the post-it notes. What's it called? Supersize me? No, 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 no. Idiocracy is a film with Owen Wilson or, or yeah, Luke Wilson. Yeah, right? one of those. Will, yeah, and like the whole world is way less intelligent than he is, and that's like modern day America. It feels like. Okay, so give Wendy's a miss. Yeah, pass on the Wendy's. Okay, uh, worst on stage experience. This one's musical related. Okay, worst on stage. Probably our first tour. Why? Because I did not know what the hell I was doing. <laughs> I just kind of jumped in. Was like, all right. Let's do this. Well, I've seen you climbing uh, 
the pile, like the side of the stage up onto the top of the stage. Yeah. Like that's like that's if you fall, that's a problem. It is. That's like I mean, that's seriously. Do you not? Do you think about it? Do you no, ever think about your own you, mortality? If you when you think about it, then you. I don't want to plant a seed like here. I'm trying no, to be careful. No, no. I I was a firefighter for like four years, so I was used to climbing, and you know, I'm not like a small guy. I feel like I know what I'm doing. But uh, when did do women prefer you as a musician or a fireman? Um, probably a musician who used to be a fireman. <laughs> do you still have the hat? I do not. Oh. Well, I wish I did. Do you have any of the stuff? I do. I have like. Because uh, because it was it, when I was in the military, so it was all like a different kind of suit. It's all like silver and like flashy, mm -hmm. because uh, aircraft fires are different than like house fires and yeah. stuff. So it's like super equipment. Oh, you were fireman in the military, mm -hmm. and now you're a singer in a band. Yeah, I went the other way on oh, that man, one. You've got so much going for you. <laughs> oh boy. Um, okay, uh, let me wrap this up. Okay, let's wrap it up. Why does everything have cheese on it? I've done that. Yeah. Um, okay. You can go see any band, any concert, any era, existing or previous, any particular show. Could be Woodstock, could be The Clash in 77. See, here's the thing. I, <clears throat> I was raised by just my mother, so I was never raised into rock and roll. Okay. I was raised on just like pop and whatever. You can hear that in your voice then. So I would it. absolutely go see Michael Jackson in his prime, hands down. Which uh, album era? Pre-Dangerous. You know what? I would have loved to go see This Is It because it would have been something from... I had tickets for that every... on my birthday. Did you really? Because yeah, I used to live in Greenwich, which is where the O2 what Arena an is. And I had Not tickets. You, him, no, I know. I can't believe he died. Yeah, And I never got my money back either. Rude. Yeah. Rude. <laughs> so Michael Jackson... Well, you'd go to that one. That wasn't his prime. Well, you know, I want something from every record, though. You know? Including Invincible. Including Invincible. <laughs> I'm, I'm a very biased fan. I don't know, man. Thriller was a great record. Like... Dangerous was the first Dangerous. album I ever owned. Yeah, it's a phenomenal record. Yeah. I think the first album I ever owned was Backstreet Boys, but I didn't want it. It was just given to me in my defense. They got big in England before they got big here, really? so you're welcome for that. Thank you. You guys get everything cool before us. Um, Except for the Baconator. We still got you. Yeah, there. we haven't got Wendy's or Arby's yet. Time will tell. <laughs> Bradley from Emerosa. Thank you for hey. being on the Vans Warped Tour official podcast. It's a pleasure, my it's friend. A, I'm, Gutted that you guys are dropping off the tour because you're the best band on our stage. Dude, I mean, apart from I, Trophy Eyes, I, obviously. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Trophy Eyes, uh, Trophy Eyes are sat next to me. But, uh, Trophy Eyes and Emma Rosa and who's the other good band on our stage? Um, Alvarez Kings are good. Alvarez Kings are good. Julia Vera's good. Julia Vera, they're, they're going to be. Dude, she can. Rip. She's eighteen. She just. She was eighteen like two weeks ago. I've never heard a bad note come out of her mouth, even when she's talking. So yeah. She's just like, "Hi, ah, nice to see yeah. you." And she's so modest. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, she's not like jaded yet. Not yet. yet. Give it time. <laughs> yeah. Give it time. All right, man. Thanks for being on the show. Oh, it was a pleasure. Thank you for being. I'm so. Yeah. Like, what do you, why are you leaving the tour? Uh, we only got offered half the tour, and then we have. Uh, some big shows coming up on the West Coast with Acceptance. So with with who? Sorry, Acceptance is my favorite band. You should check them out. I will. I will. All right. Thank you so much, man. I appreciate it. Third handshake. Cheers, buddy. Firefight. I'm I'm kind of hot for you now. Thanks, man. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thank you, Bradley. Uh, you'll be missed. Uh, coming up now, we have uh, a live like me, a band signed to Rise Records. We've been sharing the stage with them. I've been waking up in my in my bunk every morning on my bus, which. Uh, 
I say bunk, I I really mean coffin that kind of has a bed and a plug socket in it. It's the smallest thing you could ever sleep in. And I'm small. I'm only five foot seven or something, and I can barely fit in this bunk. Um, yeah, Alive Like Me, we've just been sharing the stage with those guys. They're, I don't know, they're one of those bands that just pulls a really big crowd every day. And, like, just a great band, wonderful, wonderful people. And uh, they've been touring in a school bus as well, which is always hilarious when you see them pull up. <laughs> to, to the walk tour in like a tiny little yellow school bus. So uh, here's Alive Like Me. Okay, Alive Like Me. Everyone introduce themselves, go. Dakota. David. Joel. Jerris. Describe your music in three, one word each, you get one word each. Fun. Exciting. Energetic. Physical. Where are you from? Eugene, Oregon. Where's that? Uh, the northwest <laughs> of the country. Okay. West Coast. Is that like a seaside the town? Country, the uh, not seaside, probably like 40 minutes away from the beach. And can you explain to the listeners of the Vans Warp Tour podcast exactly what you can see right now? And not me. Don't say a beautiful English man. <laughs> Just say something else. A uh, very pretty English man. <laughs> <laughs> You can see some baby seagulls right now. Lots we're of adult on, okay. seagulls. Where are, we're, in, we're in Long Island. Yes. So we're not in New York. No. 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 I've been saying New York all day, though. We are in yeah. New York. Just happens New to be that the, the city York. is yeah, the we're same. In the we're in the state of New York, yes. And we're on a venue that's pretty. basically on... Is this a river? Uh, I think this I is think the ocean. But the ocean. It's kind of like, on one side, it's the ocean. Does anyone want to taste it and see if it's salty? No, no. Dakota water. Oh, look at that little fish. Yeah, there's little fishies. Are they sardines? No. Hopefully no, not. Little, whatever you want to call them. <laughs> those it could those be, I suppose. Those picked off one by one. Though. Yeah. Um, very sad. I heard some very sad news, which is that you guys are actually leaving the tour. Yes. Tomorrow is our last show. Which is upsetting on a selfish level for me, because you, you know, we've sh- been on stage together for, what, a month now? Pretty close, yeah. Yeah. Coming on yeah, a month. Almost a month. Yeah. And, like, you know, you make these friends. I didn't even fucking know you weren't doing the whole tour yeah, so I yeah, wouldn't have I wouldn't have made friends with you <laughs> had I known because now I'm going to be lot. sad yeah. yeah a lot of people said they wish they hadn't made friends with us <laughs> I mean I personally think you should ask Kevin if you could stay on the whole tour because you guys are yeah. you are one of the he is 20 feet I have to keep my voice down because you guys are one of the bands on our stage that are, like you pull like a really big crowd every day that's yeah. I mean it's, it's, we're pretty happy with it you yeah. know yeah. for good. one year of touring and like you know I feel like since the beginning of this year, we've done one tour, or like, or like a couple U.S. tours that I feel pretty good about. Yeah. I feel like we made a lot of good fans. So. We've, we've definitely come a long way, though. <laughs> How long have you guys been a band? A year and a half. And what was the what was the process? That, oh, long more than that. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, our album came. I mean, it depends on. What, I mean, yeah. we started the band like two years ago. Yeah. yeah. And well, the album came out in October. We've yeah. been touring for a year, so. And what was the process of like? How did you book this one? How did you go on this tour? That's a question I want to I want to know because every band has a different story as to how they ended up on this tour. Our booking agent, honestly, yeah, yeah. we expressed a lot of interest because Warp Tour is like our dream, you know. So we had like a whiteboard full of uh, things we wanted to accomplish as a band, and Warp Tour was one of the things. We bucket, to it's a real bucket list thing. Oh, yeah, yes. yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But are you guys signed to a label? Yes. Yeah. Who are you signed to? Rise Records. Rise Records. Fucking hell! Everyone's got these great deals out here. Who's who else is on Rise Records? Memphis Mayfire. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Um, there's a bunch of them on this tour. Palisades. Palisades, yeah. So they've got some big Paris. bands, right? Really? Yeah. Oh, they're on Velocity. Velocity. I mean, it's Rise. It's Rise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I need to get a Kenneth's on that shit. Yeah. yeah. So any touring before the year's up? I assume so, uh, right? There might be. I yeah. mean... Probably. We'll have to play by ear, but yeah. immediately following Warp Tour, riding is our main... Do you guys ride on the road? Yeah, we, we try. We try. Warped is so hard because it's just so hot during the day, and we don't have a good place to get away from the heat and ride. There's no way to get away from anything out yeah. here. There's no silence anywhere. Yeah, we're pretty busy all day and that, so... Club tours are a little easier because we yeah. can just hang out. And, and also, you can't out. write because you guys are on a fucking school bus. Yeah. We yeah. have written like you're yeah. actually touring on. It's like a mini yeah. school bus. Yeah. Right. Yeah. A spastic yeah. bus. Has it, has it got? Geez. Has it got? Um, has it got uh, beds in it? Yes. yes. We put bunks in it. You built. So you built the yeah. bus yourself. We decked it out. It's all. It's set up. Has it got air conditioning? Nope. Ooh, well, it does. Well, have air conditioning when it stops. And we have a generator. So can you sleep or does it get hot? It gets hot, but only really At one like day this nine, tour has been... 9.30, 10 o'clock in the morning is usually when it gets hot, too hot to sleep in. How many, so I'm guessing there's six of you it's on like there? Seven it's like seven. Jesus' yeah. alarm clock. Yeah. Know? It's like... He's like, wake up, you're sweating morning. out of your face. There's no, there's no shower on there, right? Time to change your underwear. No. Yep. No shower. Seven. We do have a microwave, though. Yeah, yeah. microwave and a TV. Yeah, that's amazing. All right, well, alive like me. Thank you for being on the Vans Warp Tour official podcast, 2015. Uh, I am sincerely, I'm a not very serious person, but I'm really going to miss you guys. Oh, and whatever really band replaces you, fuck them. They're cunts. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Okay. See ya. Alrighty. All right. Before I do uh, Matchbook Romance, I got to read out the sponsor for the uh, for the show this week. This week's show. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> This week's Vans nah, bollocks. This week's official Vans Warp Tour podcast is brought to you by Heart Support. One of the best parts about Warp Tour is that you can get away from the stresses of life and enjoy the music you love with thousands of others who love it too. But after the last but after the last I can't read out loud. But after the last of the hundred bands play, I think it's about seventy bands, guys. I think you may have over, overshot it there. Uh, you go home and come off the high of the music, the craziness and the crowd surfing. Um, we go from having thousands of people around us with dozens of new friends to being alone in our rooms. And sometimes that can be the worst feeling in life, feeling like you have to go through it by yourself. Jake Lures, the lead singer of August Burns Red, wanted to create a place where music fans could come together after the shows to go through the ups and downs we all face in life together, where bands could talk to their fans about the stories of their struggles and how they got through them. I've stopped listening to what I'm saying now, and I'm just trying to read the, the copy out without getting it wrong. 
uh, and where we could unite together as a scene to help each other overcome our problems and take steps forward toward a better life. So Jake created heartsupport.com, an online community where fans can share what's on their hearts without getting judged and get the support they need to overcome the struggles in life. Download the Heart Support app today. Um, thanks, Heart Support. And uh, I'm going to cut into Warp Tour Royalty, Matchbook Romance now. I had a chat with uh, Ryan from Matchbook Romance the other day about they've, they've done the Warp Tour like, I don't know, 50 times. And uh, uh, a great guy, a wonderful guy who uh, we made friends because he let me stand in the lunch queue with him on the first day. Warp Tour is kind of like school. It's, it's kind of like uh, school mixed with. If you've ever seen the film Hook, and you know like where the Lost Boys hang out, and it's just this adolescent carnage, that's another way I'd describe the Warp Tour. It's just like a big club of boys that haven't grown up. Um, so here you go, Ryan uh, from Matchbook Romance on the Excitable Boy Podcast. All right, Vans Warp Tour official podcast 2015. Ryan Kinley, Matchbook Romance. What's going on? Not much. Last day here playing New York at our hometown. How are you feeling? Sad? Happy? It's, it's a lot of both. Um, you know, it's the first time a lot of family members, like my uh, nieces and nephews, are going to get to see me play today in Matchbook Romance. We've got Andy's two-and-a-half-year-old son's coming for his first concert today. No way. It's going to be a trip, man. Like, um, you know, we got to go get the bus family ready, put everything away that two-year-olds are not supposed to touch, <laughs> put Daddy's special soda on the high shelf in the fridge so the little ones can't reach it. Are you a dad? Uh, no, I'm not yet. Not yet. Uh, eventually. Eventually. I can't wait, but I got to meet like the right woman. What are we going to call our kid? I want to name him Kiernan. My first son. Kiernan. Very traditional Irish I like name. Chet. Chet is a great one. Chet's a good Chet's name. A that, you can't steal that. That's mine. Oh, that's you. So, okay. How many shows have you done this tour? This will be 20 today. And how many Warp Tours have you done? This is my sixth. Jeez, Louise, um, when was your first? 2003, we did the tour in a van, actually. Um, we did eight weeks of Warped Tours, Matchbook Romance in a van and trailer in 2003. And then, uh, we and then 04, 05, and a, we split a bus with Rufio in 04. No 05, way. we wow, earned so our wait, own Rufio, bus. What was going on with Rufio in 2004? Was that perhaps They were kicking ass, and they were like, it was the original lineup. It was close. they still going? I think Scott still does stuff as Rufio, the lead singer. I don't know, though. I remember hearing that album because this was like pre, like internet when oh, is yeah. it perhaps I like suppose any, was their first album. I think it was, and it was on like the Militia Group, and oh. I just remember my friend. I was at like primary school. I was probably eleven or twelve, <laughs> and my friend was like, "Oh, you need to hear this band," and it had that like incredibly fast song. Yeah, that that California punk fast of fucking insane. Yeah, that album was a big one for me. That was so you split a bus with them in four. Four. And then 05, we tried to split a bus with the matches, but both bands were trying to write a record, and we didn't have enough room, so we, after like two days, we got a second bus, and we each had our own bus. And then, so that's uh, 03, 04, no. That was three with Matchbook Romance. Yeah. I drove for Set It Off in 2004. Wow. I did 2013, I'm sorry. And then in 2009, I worked for Glamour Kills Clothing. I was the production manager, and I was in and out of the tour coming and checking on our team yeah so it wasn't the whole tour but it was my and then this year obviously is year six now what's it like coming back now as like sort of you're like warped to a royalty in a yeah sense, we're like know? one of the legacy bands yeah. this time um it's funny because there's a lot of things that we're just used to 
okay. that people that are doing it for the first time are complaining about, like standing in lines for showers. Or sitting, for, sitting at their merch table. Sitting at their merch table. Or oh, writing out there. flyers, which we're doing right yeah. now with our stage. Or somewhere. just being like, oh, cool, just monsooned on $5,000 worth of my gear. Dope. Really love my bass. You know, like, <laughs> like it. What's the, uh, how, how, what's the biggest change that you've noticed from the first year to now? It's more diverse now. Okay. Um, back when we were first starting out, it was more of just kind of like a punk, hardcore community thing. And now, obviously, you have like the Beatport stage with yeah. the electronic dance music stuff. You've got the YouTubers. You know, you've got the comedy Dude, stage. Dude, I thought the YouTubers was a band. Dude, I was the like, biggest this, thing this on the tour. Q, like, uh, just for anyone who's listening who doesn't know what a YouTuber is, it's it's like kids that make YouTube videos. Yeah, they just post videos about stuff. And, and they have the big, like the closest thing to Beatlemania. I, I, exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Beatlemania. I was at catering one day and it was behind the chain link fence and the YouTubers came in. And kids, like it was like The Walking Dead. It was yeah. like a zombie movie <laughs> against the fence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> YouTubers, YouTubers. And I was like, Dude, we're like standing right next to Pierce the Veil and no one gave a shit. It's weird, isn't it? No one cared at all. It's very strange. And then this kid that posts videos about makeup on dudes or whatever he posts, I have no idea. They do covers of, uh, of other bands. Or they'll like talk about what's happening in the scene. I don't, I don't get oh, it. Hello. We're starting up. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Kevin's, Kevin says time for sound. All right, I'm going to wrap up before this PA system just ruins this interview. Ryan, thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Yes, my um, pleasure. Love the Warped Tour. Keep it going. Are you going to do, Would you do it again? Yeah, the joke is we're going to play Warped Tour 2024. Well, I, well hopefully we'll still be here. I'll be 44 years old. <laughs> All right, man, take care. Absolutely. Thanks, man. brother. Mate, thank you. All right, thanks, Ryan. I'm going to try and call Tim now so we can do the letters. For anyone who doesn't listen to the show regularly, uh, Tim Jubery is the... We ho- we, sh- we host the show together, but um, he wasn't stupid enough to start a band, so he's back in London um, doing... I don't even know what he's doing. Oh, come on, pick up, you prick. Hello. Hi, is that Tim Jubery? Yeah, yeah. Why are you out oh. of breath? Uh, I'm uh, having sex. That's a lie. I'm jogging. That's a lie. <laughs> no, I am. I'm jogging. No, you're not. Really? I'm jogging around the park. Come on, man. Seriously? <laughs> are you are, are you running right now? Sorry? Are you running right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you get... Wait, twi- I'll be back in 20 minutes. I'll be back in 20 minutes. Oh, for fuck. Alright, I'll, I'll, I'll pause the podcast. Alright, fine. Alright, fuck you. Well, what do I do now? I guess I'm going to wait 20 minutes. I'm not going to make you guys wait 20 minutes. I'm going to turn this microphone off. going to go make myself a coffee. And then I'm going to come back. And we're going to finish a podcast. Do you know how I know I was in New York the other day? Because we were handing out flyers before the gig. You know, going around into the queue of people who queue up. Normally, everyone's amazing. And uh, in New York, I got told to go fuck myself twice. Hey, hey, I'm standing here. I'm just standing in the line here. Why don't you go fuck yourself? I don't want your stupid fucking flyer. I'm here to see Pierce the fucking veil. Yeah, fuck you. I'll be back in 20 minutes. Hustling and fucking and fucking and hustling on the whoop toe. On the whoop toe. Which hustling and fucking and fucking and hustling on the whoop toe. On the whoop tour. Hustle, fuck, fuck, hustle, hustle, fuck, hustle, fuck, hustle, hug, hug. Everybody, everybody, hustling and fucking it. That's uh, a song I made up for the whoop tour. 
irony is nobody's fucking, everybody's hustling. Um, all right, I'm going to call back. Tim, it's been about 20 minutes or so. Made myself a cup of coffee. I'm going to call this bastard, this SOB up, see what he's got to say for himself. Stupid is stupid does, man. By the way. Hello? Right, Tim, just quickly, I'm recording this right now, but in the Hi. movie Forrest Gump, right? Yeah. Why does nobody just acknowledge the fact that he's quite clearly heavily disabled? Um, it was a different climate then. Different, yeah, know. the 90s. Yeah, no. Um, <laughs> um, like the start of the film, he's just sat on a fucking bench. And he just goes, yeah. I like your, those look like damn comfy shoes. Just to a complete stranger. Yeah, yeah. Wish yeah. I had a pair of shoes like that. And then he just offers a complete stranger a chocolate. No, I wouldn't take a chocolate off a stranger. Yeah. But he clearly has special needs, so would you take it? The question is, would you take a chocolate off someone who has special needs? I don't think I'd take a chocolate off of anyone I didn't know. No, I think that's, I think that's fair. Especially, think that's especially someone, ma magic legs, you know. It's about the triumph of the human spirit. And also uh, that girl, Jenny. Jenny! You know her. Yeah, she has sex with him. What a fucking bitch. She's a bitch. Believe, she believes him. Like, she settles for him when he's a millionaire and she has AIDS. That's when she decides. <laughs> <laughs> that's when she decides that she wants to go out with him. When she's about yeah. to die. Yeah, I think, I think the moral of the tale is we're all entitled to make mistakes. I think and the moral of the story is just... just and then, anyway, she makes him raise... A kid that's not even his, right? What the fuck are we talking about? I don't know. Should we do the letters? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah, are you? Yeah. And what am I missing? I missed the Wimbledon final. For people in America who don't know what Wimbledon is, it's a tennis game. Uh, the guy who played him, who won, was Novak Djokovic. Who just looks like a, if you could make an action man a human being, it would be <laughs> Novak Djokovic. He gets coached by Boris Becker. And Boris Becker was like sat in the box, you know, with all the coaches and the family sit and every after every game it would cut to him and he just looked like some um, kind of constipated toad with that kind of Germanic scowl on his face Boris Becker's still uh, he's still shying away from the fact that uh, he got caught in a hotel room getting blown by a chambermaid didn't he well I thought he, he I was thought in a cupboard he was in a hotel cupboard yeah, yeah, and it lasted 30 seconds and, it, and, it, and he got her pregnant it's that, literally that's lived with him forever but I mean yeah. let's be honest it's awesome that he did that. What, that he had 30 seconds of sex? He didn't even make it to... He's in a hotel. It's literally beds in every room. And he chose to roger her in a cupboard. Yeah, yeah, n not on the bed. They were like halfway to his room and he went, you know what, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> you know, like when, you like when you really need a shit. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do the letters because I want to go have a day off. Right, fine, come on, let's do it. Uh, this one is linked into what I was talking about earlier on the show. This is called Cheese Lover. Okay. Dear Excitable Boy Podcast slash Vans Warp Tour Podcast, I noticed on last week's show you mentioned Americans love cheese, and I thought I'd share this story with you. A few months ago, I was dating a boy, and he said his biggest aphrodisiac was a cheese roll-up. I don't know what I don't know what a cheese roll-up is. Hang on, I'm going to Google it. Cheese roll-up. Oh my god. What is it? It's like a pancake with cheese in it, I think. A 
pancake with cheese in it. Here we go. I got it here. A flour tortilla rolled up with a blend of three real cheeses: cheddar, pepper jack, and mozzarella, melted to perfection. America loves his cheese. That's what I'm learning over here. Yeah. They like their fucking cheese on everything. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, cheese roll-ups as an aphrodisiac. That's incredibly fucked up. After he'd taken me out for dinner and we'd go back to his place and start making out, and before anything intimate would happen, he'd insist on eating a cheese roll-up. <laughs> Suffice <laughs> to say, we are no longer together. Well, that's not really a question for the show, but it is an amusing anecdote that you were dating a guy who could only get an erection if he ate cheese in a tortilla. Maybe it's just the he thought it fortified his um, vital energies. And yeah, maybe he's, he's just a, a disgusting man. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what to say to this person, really. I mean, just... Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you're not with him anymore. And uh, That's good. Three types of cheese is too many. That's what I think. No, and it certainly would make me horny. It made me want to sleep. All right, next question. Right. Dear Tim, this one's for you. All right. Dear Tim, are you annoyed you're not out on the Warp Tour with Josh... <laughs> yes. Um, well, uh, not really, to be honest, because it's sound of hard work. It sounds very, um, sounds very hot as well, and I'm quite pale. I don't think it'd work out. You're quite pale. You cut out there. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think it'd work out because I'm a bit pale. I'll get burnt. Yeah, you'd have to apply a lot of sunscreen to your big bald head. To my head, yeah. Your fucking um, bald head. Well, no. I mean, you know. You know, what have you been doing? Uh, How have you been making the most of the English summer? <laughs> well, that's it. I'm, I've just been, um, I've been jogging. Yeah, we've learnt that been, twice already. Yeah, and I've been um, just going to parties and things. <laughs> um, I tell you what, I went to a party the other day, and I made someone cry. How? Well, basically, I went to this party, and and there were actors there. And there was this one actor who I who really got my nerves. Um, he he's and he's one of these kind of people. Do you know? Oh, you made a grown cry? man cry. Yeah, he made a man cry. That's amazing. And basically, what happened was he was like, "Hello," he came up and he kind of touched me on my face. You know, because he was being kind of loose and like Russell Brand and stuff. You know, he's being quite actory. And, and I went, well, "Why are you doing that?" He went, "Oh, come on, I love you. You know, I love you, Tim. Come on." He went, "I don't, I hardly know you." <laughs> and there was another person there as well. I was like. And I, I wasn't being mean. I was just like, I, 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 I just couldn't let it go. I was just like, no, I don't really know you, so I don't know why you're doing that. Um, Were you drunk? I, a bit. And I just went, if you, do you When you say, me, hang on a minute, when you say a bit, do you mean absolutely leathered? No, no, I wasn't drunk at all. I was just like, not having it. And I just went, to be honest, mate, I just find you a bit inauthentic. And then he burst into tears. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. And then I kind of re re reined it back a bit. But, you know, first time for everything. That's amazing. Uh, I I, uh, I was there when someone's soul buckled. Wow, and you made that. a grown man cry. Yeah, basically, yeah. You bastard. So, um, if, I, if I was on the warp tour, I wouldn't, be able, I wouldn't have been able to do that. So, um, there you go. There you go. So, uh, okay, next question. This one's for me. Dear Josh, who is the best band you've seen on the Warp Tour so far? I can't wait to see Blackwell Brides in MA this week. 
Do you know what's funny is um, I've been in when the Kenneths play every day. I've been introducing us as Black Veil Brides, who are like one of the biggest bands on the tour. I've been coming, <laughs> I've been coming on stage and going, "We are Black Veil Brides." And then a few days ago, the singer from Black Veil Brides, who to be fair, I didn't know who he was because Black Veil Brides aren't very big in England, and uh, but they're massive in America. And he came up to me and went, "Hey, are you in the Kenneths?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he went, "Hey, I'm Andy. I'm a singer in Black Veil Brides." And I was like, "Oh no, he's gonna punch me in the face." Uh -huh. I was like, he knows, he knows. I spent the last two weeks introducing my band as Black Girl Brides. <laughs> as his band. But he wasn't. He was a sweetheart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he? Did he know? Did he mention it? No. He said that he'd uh, heard our band and he liked it, which is good. Very kind. Uh, Very yeah. kind. Anyway, uh, who are the best bands I've seen? Uh, I really, uh, I've said it already. I really like Emma Rosa. Um, <laughs> I like, uh, I've enjoyed Knuckle Puck, I've enjoyed Trophy Eyes, who are an Australian punk band. If you come down and see them, they're on the Kevin Says stage. Um, who else? I've seen Riff Raff a bunch of times. I like Beautiful Bodies, they're good. They're on the Journeys stage. Uh, Paris are obviously smashing it. I've only seen one of them, one, I've only seen them do one song. <laughs> anyway, look, I've got to end the show. It's my only day off. I, I want to go sit by the pool. Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? I'm in Massachusetts, so I don't know what I'm going to do because I've never fucking been here. I'm going to go do my laundry. But you have a pool. There's a pool. There's a pool, right? Ho the hotel, okay. motel, holiday inn. Is it hot or cold? I don't know. I haven't seen it yet. It's, no, it's a holiday inn swimming pool, so it's probably going to be full of chlorine and bodily Talk fluids. Talk about the weather. Is oh. it cooled down a bit? Yes, it's only about 25 today. Oh, there we go. Which beats 47. The aircon on our bus broke the other day. It was 42 degrees in the bus. Right. 97 for you, for you, for you, you lovely Yankees. Oosh. What? Oosh. Oosh. Uh, right, okay. all right, um, I'm, I'm fucking off now. All right. I'm going to hang up the phone and I'll call you back later, okay? I've been watching all the Rocky films on the bus. Rocky 1, Rocky 2. Oh, yeah. Rocky. <laughs> See you later, mate. Right, bye. Bye. Oh, what a prick. Um, okay, uh, that's the end of the uh, episode four of the Vans Warp Tour official podcast 2015. Or the Excitable Boy podcast if you listen to my regular show. Um, this show has been brought to... Oh, shit, wait. Hang on a minute. I've got to get the email up. Uh, this show has been brought to you by Peter. I've actually heard of Peter. We're getting, we're getting like big sponsors now. Today's show is brought to you by the world's largest youth-focused animal rights program, Peter 2. All summer long, you can find out why animals in zoos, marine parks, and circuses are not ours to use. Visit, you ready for this, guys? HTTP colon forward slash forward slash campaigns dot peter 2 dot com forward slash not hyphen ours. Nice catchy email address for you guys to send me there. Uh, HTTP colon forward slash forward slash campaigns dot peter two dot com forward slash not hyphen hours for more information uh you've been listening to the uh vans warp tour podcast thank you guys for for uh, listening and, and putting up with the fact that i am a complete idiot and uh i guess we've got another month left on the road and um uh i can't wait i can't wait to play all these all these gigs and uh thank you guys it's pretty amazing to be on this tour uh, you know I, I want to say thanks to the stage crew on our stage who, who 
you know, I think we have a hard time getting up at like seven every day, but every day we get up and the stage is ready, stage is set up, ready to go. Those guys work then work their nuts off. So uh, Nev, Trenton, Mason, Chris, you guys, you're my boys, and uh, thank you for making us playing on that stage so easy. And uh, I'll see you uh, motherfuckers next week. Join us next week for more nothing on the Excitable Boy podcast. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.